What's up, guys? It's Texan expat Eric Melcher, where you are listening to my podcast, Innovators Can Laugh, where I dive into the interesting and fascinating stories of innovators from all over the world. Recently, I discovered that one in 12 U.S. children has a disorder related to speech. And for many kids, they don't have either the financial means or resources to get help. But my next Romanian guest and entrepreneur, Anna Maria Anunca, the co-founder of Voxy Kids, is looking to change that. Without further ado, let's jump into the conversation where Anna Maria and I are talking about Huckleberry Finn and other books that she enjoyed growing up. I was fascinated about Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> it was another word for me as a child. It was like so dreaming and imagining all those places, and yeah. all those adventures. <laughs> so I think, yeah, yeah. After that, I think it was, there are so many different um, books I learned and I liked over the time. But when I was uh, smaller, I was just, okay, I want to read more about this or about Jules Verne or, or about uh, Huckleberry Finlay stories were, were amazing for me as a child. It was another world, like you said. Yeah. I used to have a neighbor and to me, he was Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> oh my God. I, I'd go to his house. He would have ducks in the front yard. His family were big time hunters. They had guns all over the house, but he taught oh, me how wow. to catch crawfish. And so we would catch crawfish. <laughs> so you <laughs> explode Huckleberry Finn, actually. Yeah, he was like Huckleberry Finn to me, but it, it was fun hanging out with him as a kid. So when you were in high school, did you have any favorite bands, any favorite music, any favorite concerts that come to memory? I was uh, very much into folk music and uh, rock music. And, and that's because we had teachers that they were teaching us to play guitar or uh, block flute or different instruments. They were taking us to in trips to mountains and the, and there uh, there were we are we were just singing folk music and songs and trip songs like and, and it was very nice so i was very into folk and rock music okay. i still am but different bands like i'm i'm listening other bands than uh, in the in in my high school years but i still listen to the same folk guys from yeah. uh, the high school it's a nice it's being back in time <laughs> If and it's band, nice. If one of those bands were to tour again and give a concert, who, who would you want to see? Oh, I think I would like to hear uh, Mircea Banicu, which is a Romanian uh, folk singer. Okay. What did you do after high school? After high school, I stayed still in C I was still in Sibiu and I did uh, go to the university and I did international relationships and European studies. Okay. While I was studying also oil painting because uh, I liked I like art and I was I have a, it's like a hobby for me. Okay. So I explored this meanwhile I was in in the university. And did, did you have a room and you had white pants and a white t-shirt and just paint all over the place? I had uh, rented a room it, huh. and it wasn't such a big space to do all this. So I had just a corner where I, I uh, did all this, yes. And I, it's like you, you said, yes. It was very messy also, but it's, it's also very relaxing if you like it, of course. But now it's just a hobby that I don't have so much time to, to do it anymore. Maybe you can take it up again when you get to Yeah, I'm planning to. Yeah. 
So I read somewhere that you studied user interface design on your own. What intrigued you about that? And obviously you were a painter. Did you want to get more into the technical side of things? At that time, one of my fr uh, my uh, friends uh, just told me like, okay, why um, you are so passionate, you are drawing so nice. Why don't you do this in Photoshop or in Illustrators or in... And I was like, I don't know. I never thought of doing that. And it seems hard to do. And she, and she was like, okay, I'm coming uh, at your place and then we'll just show you some stuff in, in uh, Photoshop. And after that, you'll see it's so simple. Just, just install the, just buy the, the software, install it and uh, let me know. Okay, let's try it. And I did all the, those steps and I was like, let's click it and see how it's looking, how Photoshop looks like. And after I click it and it opens and it has so many tabs and, and every tab I was pressing, it was like more tabs. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh my God, how she, how she, she was thinking that I can learn this by myself. And then I was so scared. So I closed it immediately. I was like, oh, okay. I'm not capable to learn this by myself. It's like too much. And she was just encouraging me. She came to my place. She showed me two or three buttons. What can you do? And after that, she opened some tutorials on YouTube. And it were uh, digital drawing. Okay. And I was fascinated immediately. I was like, oh my God, you can create like another world. Like it's something totally different. So I started initially learning to do uh, illustration in uh, Photoshop, in Adobe Photoshop. And after that, I was, I was looking for another type of illustration to learn something new. And I saw a guy that was like UI, UX design to design mobile interfaces. I said, okay, let's see what this is about. And I liked the idea to create something new and for someone. Okay. Like, okay, you can create an interface and you must think what's happening when a person is clicking on this button. What's the next step he's seeing? What's, it's, it was like a puzzle. It was like you are having a puzzle on the table and you just need to see where the pieces are, are coming from. After that, I saw that it's not everything about UI, where, how a button is looking like, how other stuff, uh, other UI elements are looking at. It's about the user experience you are offering to the so I take some uh, online courses because in Romania, though, that in those times we didn't have any school that was uh, focusing on design. I just looked online and take, took some uh, UX uh, courses, uh, of course, in English, everything was in English, but it was okay for me. So from there, everything just um, build, was a build up. After that, I took some freelancing projects mm -hmm. just to see how I can handle it if I'm prepare enough for, for this to, to become a job. After that, I, I put up a portfolio of, with my works. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I felt confident enough, I applied for my first job. And for that, from there, it's just history, <laughs> let's say. Yeah, and so from there, you start having an idea about, okay, how can I utilize this skill and help more people? In, when did the light bulb moment for Voxy Kids happen? I knew that I could do something different and better than I did at the job where I didn't control 
the features. I didn't have control of of the product. I was just a designer. Gotcha. And also, I knew a lot of people that were IT developers. So it was it was like I'm a designer. I have friends that are uh, developers, software developers, mm-hmm. but and together we can really build something. And the first part was like speaking with my actual uh, the co-founder of Oxykids. They were like, it would be so nice if we, if we could do something with those skills, like use our skills for good, like use tech for good. And we just need to find a niche that we like and, and let's think of a product. What can we do? What's the product we want to work on? Mm-hmm. And the first thing was like, I would like to to be in the medical area. Okay. And he was like, okay, it's something I would like to like, uh, because it's motivating you besides the business, it's like you are having an impact to someone's li- in someone's life. Yeah. Okay, it was like, okay, we want to be e-health uh, product, but to what niche? Okay, so many. And we just, in the first month, we were just researching and reading all kinds of articles about about uh, digital products that are uh, out there, not just in Romania. And one of our friends is, is actually a speech therapist. And uh, we were like, okay, we want to develop this, we like to do this. And she was like, why don't you do that for a speech therapist? Because we actually don't have digital solutions. And we were wow. like, no. And <laughs> she was, no, we don't have. And I was like, yeah, because I don't hear with the left, my left ear, so I was in the position of a patient yes. at some point, and I remember that no one had a device, a digital solution for me. It was like going there and speaking with all the medics, all the doctors, uh, and a lot of phones, like my parents didn't know at that time, like what's the next uh, appointment or the next doctor we need. And it was much time like we spent uh, looking and Googling and asking friends and asking other doctors, what can we do next? And it was so, I just remember it was so tiring for me and for my parents. And I was like, just, it was like a click, like something I knew somehow, but I didn't think it's like a real need for all the people. I thought that it was just my experience in 2000. 18 that needed access to speech therapy and needed solutions to help them exercise at home or exercise between sessions or to only to have access to speech therapy because we also found that there were countries where a parent um, has to wait uh, up to uh, 12 or 24 months to have access to a speech therapist in their uh, geographical area. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's not just an affordability issue. It's also there's just a not enough uh, qualified coverage. or, or, or personnel. Yeah, coverage. Okay. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, I would like to have a, digital, uh, a clinic to help uh, all kids with many medical areas, but it's too much for us as a startup so, to spread uh, so much. So I was just, let's start with speech therapy because it's a niche that so few startups really got in there and did right. something in, in this area. And this is, was the moment when we was like, okay, this is what we are doing. Let's build a proto- an MVP, a prototype, just to test the Romanian market to see 
if it's really working. So we started with a prototype in 2000, that was launched in 2019, actually. But the 2018 was more about research, looking at markets, finding the niche, exploring the niche, seeing the, what was the real pain for our customer, what are our, who are our customers in the first place, and so on. So it was a research period for us, and after that was the product. Fantastic. So since then, what's been one of your proudest moments at Voxy Kids? I think every time a parent or a speech therapist is calling us and just, I don't know, the other days a speech therapist was like, I just wanted to congratulate you because you are doing this project because it's so hard to, to gather all this information and to build a, such a product. And they're so happy that uh, finally they have a product for them, like built for their needs as a speech therapist, where they can control the content, when they can control what uh, the and, and see the evolution of, of every patient, something they never had yeah. until now. And they were like never thinking that someone will came and wanted to digitalize their uh, niche also. That's great. And the first uh, moment when we, I was like, okay, we are doing something really important was uh, one day it was raining. My phone was ringing. I was okay. I didn't know the number. I was okay. Let's see who is it. And I responded and it was a parent who had just uh, bought uh, our mobile app and used it with uh, her kid at home during last year when uh, it was the lockdown uh, period. And she was just calling me to say, she was crying actually. And she was like, thank you for the, thank you for building this app. I bought it initially without any expectations and use it with my daughter during the lockdown period. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, out of the blue, my 12 year daughter who has a problem and speaks like a five years old, she just used two new words learn from your end i was like almost crying i i was like i couldn't speak like i was like okay i must say something but my my feeling was i will cry if i'm speaking <laughs> I, i'm trying to say something so i just i was standing in the middle of, of the in in front of the gate in to enter in the in, in the office and i was like in at the phone trying to Say just, I think I just said thank you. Such a good yeah. story. So I know you're in the Romanian market. Do you have any, any future plans for expansion? Yeah, actually uh, the digital clinic is in uh, Romanian, but also in English. And right now we are collaborating with a speech therapist from the uh, UK. And a clinic from US is just testing our app with a uh, we have a pilot there. She has, is a clinic with 10 speech therapists, around 200 uh, clients in the clinic. And so we are just testing it in, uh, on the U.S. market, but in a small, uh, small environment, just to see if, we are, if what we build for the Romanian market is appropriate for the U.K. and U.S. market. And we got some feedback, and we were expecting to have more uh, a negative feedback okay there are many differences but apparently they, they are not so so different as uh, how the speech therapy is approaching in Romania and how it's approaching um, 
in US and UK. And that's because we build it um, to be appropriate for other markets too. And I uh, am referring strictly to the content of the clinic because as many of our uh, users know, we provide content. A special need access to some special exercises designed for uh, for their uh, for their children needs. We are working intensely to improve the content, to add new content right now, and we hope to uh, to be more present in the UK and US market uh, until Fantastic. the end of this year. Fantastic! That's great to hear. That's great to hear. Um... Just wondering, do you, have you ever thought about killing an employee or investor? Not yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> not yet, not yet. We have ups and downs with both of them, but it's normal. It's somehow we are people. I think many, maybe my employees wanted to kill me some days. So I think it's <laughs> more in, in that area than otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A quick question. If you could post a large billboard in Times Square, for free about Voxy Kids, about what Voxy Kids does. What would the billboard say? I think I just say that Voxy Kids is uh, the best solution for uh, mental uh, health problems. Okay. Because uh, we want to address all mental health problems, and we know that there are so many people with mental health problems, and and not so many solutions actually. Okay. Any advice for aspiring entrepreneurs coming out of Romania? Just to follow their dreams. Do not quit on them. Even there are some ups and many, some downs. You can go through them. Don't uh, discourage yourself. And keep learning. Good because one. entrepreneurship is not something you are born with. You are learning and becoming an, an entrepreneur day by day. Yeah. So it's a step by step. And yeah. if it's something... It, it's something you, you really want, then it's worth to, to fight for your dreams and make them business. Okay, now for some fun stuff. What's a favorite movie or TV show that you've watched again and again? Okay, I think I watched very much Friends. Friends. The TV show Friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Many times. What is a food that someone close to you eats or enjoys, but you find disgusting. That I don't like. That's correct, that you don't like. Okay, I don't Oh, I don't know. I am so picky when it comes about food that it's like there are so many. I don't like fish. Really? At all. But I like tuna, but in, in can. Okay. Which is like a little bizarre. <laughs> But otherwise, fresh fish is like no, a big no. Okay. A big no. A big no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anna Maria, if people want to learn more about you, where should they go? So they can go to LinkedIn or we are on Facebook too. Or if they want to learn more about our products and what VoxyKids does, they can enter on VoxyKids.com and... From there, they can see our, uh, even our team. So we have uh, the team in there. I will update it because uh, we grew in the last in the last months. So I might must update the team um, page. 
and from there they can go on each of of one LinkedIn. They okay. can see the LinkedIn of the team members on, and the co-founders and the, the advisors we have. So they can learn more about us. Yeah, when I go there next time, I should see Anna Maria likes to paint and she doesn't like fish. <laughs> it doesn't say. It doesn't. Say. It's a secret. So until now, it's a It was a secret, but right now, not many people know that I like painting or that I dislike fish. So <laughs> <We're> now, <laughs> now okay. they know. Okay, Anna Maria, thank you so much for being on Innovators Can Laugh. We're excited to have you on the show. We hope that everybody learned about Anna Maria and Voxy Kids, especially about the latest advances when it comes to speech therapy. Until next week, this is Eric saying goodbye and la revedere. Bye. Thank you very much. <laughs>to see the show notes for every show, as well as get a preview of who our next guest will be, sign up for our newsletter at innovatorscollab.substack.com.